podcast, man. It's the show. Y'all rocking? Y'all rocking with Nerdy G, the one and only. That's that guy. Y'all know who I am. Yeah, we ain't struggling no more out here, y'all. Tell him. Hey. Nerdy's umbrella, man. We got some new things in the works. I hope y'all tuning in. Thank y'all. Tell him. Some hard times we out there, y'all. Gas prices, how they going down, though? They dropping? They ain't dropping like scruples, bro. They ain't. They going down. We just got some rain in Texas, so yeah. I can see, I can see how that's going. It's a, man. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Oh That's Random Podcast. I am your host, that guy, Nerdy G. Nerdy's umbrella is the place to be. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for all the love, support, shares, likes, and all that good old things. Appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you. It's another day, it's a new day. Thank you once again for tuning in. And you are listening to the sounds of that guy, Nerdy G. This is Oh That's a Random Podcast. Let's get to it, man. Woo, 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 woo. Struggling. It's a lot of us out there struggling. We're coming off a pandemic. It's just that simple. We're coming off a pandemic. And we've been struggling, man. Let, let, let's just put that out there. We've been struggling. There's been some... <sighs> some of us out there have been going through... But they seeing us through, you know, we staying prayed up. Big things is happening and people are, you know, people are making things happen. And that's how that we can ask for. That's all that we can hope for. And, you know, whatever you do, whatever you pray to, whoever you pray to, as long as they making it work and it's working for you, let that be that. Um, I'm going to revisit a conversation that uh, I've spoken on once before, twice here on the pod, uh, this is something that I speak on relatively because I see things different, right? I see life different, and uh, I understand it, and I love the fact that I do see life different. And I and I, I don't know if it's just because of my experiences. I don't know if it's because of growth, age, maturity, whatever you want to call it. But the I think you guys know uh, I talk about, let me say this. Um, let me get it right because I want to make sure I'm giving it to you the correct way. But it's the how society sees how our lives are supposed to go, how they have our lives planned out. You get what I'm saying? Our lives are planned out. Hey, when you go to college, after you go to college, you have your 20s to enjoy your life, do traveling, do the best things that you possibly can in life. In your early 30s, late 20s, right, you're getting ready to go into the profession of your choice, right? And you're probably switched a couple times, and now you're, Bunker down, okay, hey, I'm going to be a salesman. Hey, I'm going to be in a call center. Hey, I'm going to be an uh, analytics tech guy, whatever the case is going to be. In your late 20s, that's what you're doing. Late 20s, early 30s, that's what you're doing. You're getting into those roles. You're busting through that entry level, and you're trying to move up through the ladder. Now, you're going to become like supervisor or whatever that next level is after the entry level. But also, too, in your personal life, that's where you're supposed to be getting ready to settle down and have a start a family. Now I want to focus on the later part where your career is getting ready to take off. And not only is your career getting ready to take off, but 
So is your family. You're getting ready to take off. And so you're getting ready to take off. And so is your family. I want you guys to understand that. You're getting ready to take off. And so is your family. Something has to be sacrificed. Something is going to be sacrificed. They want us, society wants us to have kids in our 30s. Right? And I'm going I'm, and I'm to talk, talk in two different ways on this. The first way is going to be from the person, the working person, right? Not the dreamer, not the entrepreneur, but just the dream, but the person who's working a regular nine to five. And let me tell you how that goes. So the person that's, the person that is working at regular nine to five, I want you to understand me. I want you to hear me and I want you to listen to me and I want you to feed this and I want you to breathe it. Okay. If you work a regular nine to five and you get to your, your 33, you become a supervisor and you have a child. For some odd reason, your, your your thought process changed. And when I say your thought process changed, it, it changed. Because now you want to spend time with your family. Now you want to, you, you're making decent money. You're financially two-income uh, two household, and now you have a kid. But y'all making some decent money. Y'all live in a nice place. But now it's like you have this, you have this kid, you have this family. You want to make sure that you're maintaining a healthy relationship with your partner. You want to make sure that your family is growing and you want to make sure that you're able to take it to the next level. But there's some sacrifice that comes. And also with it, with sacrifice, it comes that those, that time where you have to make decisions. And if you're in a relationship, you and your partner have to make those decisions together and the thing is, not everybody's going to make those decisions together. Some people are going to feel that they need to be selfish and think that, hey, I have to do what's right for the family, even if you can't see it. Even if we had this conversation and this conversation does not go the way that you want it to, you have to make a decision. And sometimes those decisions are selfish. You say that you're making a decision for the family, but are you really? Because... If you're not there and all you are is a provider to the family, then what substance are you actually giving your family? It's no different from you winning the lottery. If you win the lottery and you're getting money, but nobody's there to pump anything into you to tell you how to manage that money to put it over here and or how to invest that money then you got all the money for what reasons yeah you can go live lavishly but how long is that going to last how long is that going to last and then when you're out of money what are you going to do what what skills do you have to get out there scrap and go do it again you don't you have nothing because you didn't i mean you probably came with some presets some 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 pre-skills but have those skills changed to have are those are those skills still useful in today's day and age? I don't know. Jobs are disappearing every day, but they're creating new jobs. So are you up to date on your technology? Do you know how to make things happen? Do you know what Google is? Do you know uh who Siri is? Do you know who Alexa is? Do you know what 
you know TikTok is? Do you know what an Instagram is? Do you know how to use these things, right? Do you or do you just pick up your phone and just dial numbers and or do you got the real big letters on your phones because you can't because you can't see and you don't really know how to work that thing, right? You have a computer in your hand and you use it to make phone calls or look at Facebook, you know, which is the grandparent of social media at this point. So there you have it. But if you're not pumping anything into your family and you're always at work and you're always saying, oh, I'm providing, I'm providing, I'm giving, I'm make sure they got the latest Jordans. I'm make sure that they got the latest fashion. They may, they got a roof over their head, but you're never there for those moments where they may need you, whether it be mother or father. Right. And I need you. I need you in this moment. Hey, I had a bad game. I need somebody to talk to. I don't need this tough love. I, I need somebody to just talk to. I just need somebody to hear me right now. But because you're off working or you're on a business trip, I don't have anybody that I can listen to. Or you're in the living room and you're on your laptop and there's nothing like, huh? You're halfway listening to me. And then that begins a, a cycle. Nobody wants that cycle, right? Nobody wants that type of cycle where you kind of, you know, how, how I say this, that cycle of not being able to communicate effectively in how that's going to transition and how that's going to make the child feel once they're an adult. They're not going to have great communication skills. They're going to be uh, introvert. It's not that everybody's an introvert. No, they're not. It's just because you've been alone for so long. Yeah. Let me say it one more time. Just because you've spent your childhood by yourself, that does not mean that you're an introvert. Just because you don't hang around people all the time does not mean that you're an introvert. Okay. That does not mean that. That does not mean that. I know what the definition of introvert is, but just because your parents were busy working, providing, but not giving you substance, not pumping some core values or something into you. That does not mean that you're an introvert. That just means that you were left alone the majority of your childhood. And now this is the way that you see the world. And you probably are a workaholic just like your parents. So it's not that we don't pay attention to what, happens or what comes from what we don't do or what we don't pretty much see all we want to do is we say we want to make it better for our children we want to make it better for our children well in what aspect the financial part or the part where you didn't get to spend too much time with your parents or the part where you know you didn't have anybody to talk to to have the sex talk with or the part where you had your first heartbreak or you know, hey, I'm struggling in school. Kids are teasing me. What do I do? You see, I feel like that piece in itself, right, when you look at it at all, it, like in totality, when you look at it, what society sells to you sounds good. Society sells you something that sells you a lifestyle that you can believe in, and that's what we want to do. We want to believe in something, and you believe in it, that lifestyle. Oh, I go, I get the, I get to graduate college by the time I'm 22. I get the party, uh, from 22 all the way to about 28 years old. And then you, you, you've been around, you've, you've been a couple places, right? You've been a couple places. 
And then I started taking my work serious. I settled down mid 30s, 30, 33 to 35. I have, I'm having, I got a family, I got kids. And now I'm stuck on this hamster wheel. This is the nine to five person. Now you're stuck on a hamster wheel because now your value, your your views have changed on how you want to do things. That's the nine to five. Now let's go to this entrepreneur such as myself. It takes a little bit more time for an entrepreneur to put in the work to be successful. Entrepreneurs have to put in more time to be successful because it's them to start their company and their vision. And most, in most cases, when we first start out, it's just us. We have to get some other people behind us to believe in us, to work with us and to help us push this thing forward because no one person can push a company or build a brand by themselves. They need some help. Entrepreneurs on other, like I'm saying entrepreneurs, when it comes to this in society and what society has set in place, their children are going to lose out because their children will never get a chance to have that time with them. If that entrepreneur does not set the time aside, let's just say if they're an entertainer, if they're in the entertainment business, if they have to be out on the road, if they're a comedian, comedians are out on the road. Some of them, what, you know, three weeks out of a month, they come home for a week. How much, how much, how much can you pump into a week? Right. And then are they in school? Are your kids in school during that week? If they're in school during that week that you are home, how much time are you truly spending with them? Right. There's going to be at least what nine to 10 hours of sleep. There's going to be another eight hour day at school. So that's 18 hours. You got six hours left to spend with your child. That's not including the time that it takes for them. Like, hey, that means you got to go pick them up from school. You got to go drop them off from school. It means you're going to have to have breakfast with them. You're going to have to spend some quality time with them in those six hours that they have a free of what we would call free time. But then six hours, five days a week, that's 30 hours. And then boom, they're back on the road and 30 hours every three, three weeks. Not saying that's what it exactly it is, but for this purpose, yeah. Entrepreneurs have to find a way, find balance. Have to find some balance because if not, we're going to end up struggling. And not struggling in the sense of being financially crippled, but I'm talking about emotionally crippled. I'm talking about not having a relationship with your kids. I'm talking about your kids resenting you because you grind it so hard, which in instance, when we say, oh, these kids are lazy these days, I wonder why. Have we ever stopped to look at to say the reason why these kids are lazy today? Because they see how hard that we work and that we don't get to spend time with them. And then if they're thinking about having a family in the future that they don't ever want to work so hard that they don't spend time with their child. Because as children, that's what they want is that time with their parents. That's a question. I dare you to, I dare you to answer that question. Answer that question. I dare you answer that question for yourself and be truthful, be truthful about it. I dare you to do it. See, these are conversations that we don't think about, right? Because we probably 
do when we don't want to have them because there's some real life conversation. There's some real life reflection. There's some real life accountability that you have to hold yourself to. Right. And that's real. And, and, and that's as real as it get. If you aren't real with yourself and you can't answer a question, the tough questions, the challenging questions, if you can't answer those, then you are doing yourself a disservice. In this case, in this instance right here, when it comes to the kids, how do you want your kids to remember their childhood? Do they want to have a good childhood? My father and my mother was there. They Not only did they talk to me, not only did they um, show me nurture and give me support, uh, and not only did they financially provide a roof over my head, but I know that when I need them, I can go to them. Or are you that parent that's always gone because you're out there grinding and getting it by any means necessary to the point to where they are so far gone and they think they're an introvert. And now here they are feeling like Brandy sitting up in a room. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm, I'm daring you to answer that question. When you take, when you take, when you stop, when you stop and take a look at your life right now and how you and your family, your household is working. Are you giving your family the attention that they need? Are you truly giving your kids what you didn't have when you was growing up, where there would be financial stability or a comforting mother or father or, you know, somebody to be there to hear you out or somebody to be there to support you at your games, your um, chess matches, your, you know, your debutante balls or, or your, your the flag girl things. You're swimming. Are you giving your child or your family what you didn't have when you when you was growing up? I dare you to answer that truthfully. This 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 is me, man. This is a question that needs to be answered by you and you alone. I look at society the way that I see how society is moving us along as sheep because the flip side of this, when you get to that point, right, let's do some math, right? Let's take my company, for example. There are, let's just say there's five director positions, okay? Underneath the director, there are uh, seven, seven, dire- uh, seven business managers to every director, right? So we do seven times five, that's 35 business managers, right? So 35 business managers trying to go for five, count it, one, two, three, four, five director roles. Okay, let's break that down. Each business manager has, I don't know, let's just give, let's just make it 10. Let's do some simple math, right? They have 10 supervisors that report to them. Okay, so let's do that. Okay, so that's five directors. You have seven business managers for each director, which is a total of 35 business managers. Each business manager has 10 supervisors, which gives you 350 supervisors. You have 350 supervisors trying to get a business manager role. So you go five to 35 to 350. 350 is trying to get 35 positions, 35 is trying to get five positions, five positions. If you go up to the CEO job, which is what's next, 
there's two positions. And then if you think about those 350 supervisors who have 20 employees apiece, you can do the math on that. That's a lot of math. That's a, that's a hamster wheel. Because now at that point, you're waiting your turn. You get it? Let me break it down again. Five directors have a lot. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get it down because I got I to gotta get this right. I want to nail it. I want to nail it in the head for you guys. All right. Five directors have seven business managers each, which is 35 business managers. So 35 business managers are trying to get five director positions. Each each business manager has 10 supervisors underneath them, which is 350 supervisors. 350 supervisors are trying to get, trying to get 35 business manager positions. You dig it? It's a hamster wheel. You have to wait your time. You have to wait till your time. So I can be here, but I have to wait my turn. I have to wait till my turn. So you have in that family, you have to stop. So if your family is important to you, then you're going to stop, right? You're going, you're going to stop and you're going to say, all right, I got to make this, I got to make this work. I got to make this work. Do I make the sacrifice and say, Hey, babe, we need the money. I got to go in. I'm a, I got to, I got to outwork everybody. And I got to get this business manager position. I got to show up. I got to show out. I got to do everything I possibly freaking can to make sure I get this position so that we're good. So that, but is it that we're good or are you chasing me? What are you chasing? Because is it for you or is it just, what is it? You got to answer that. I don't know. I don't know. I I can't answer for you, but I dare you to answer. Okay. I dare you to answer that question yourself. Truthfully. Look yourself in the mirror, look yourself in the camera and yourself be, and just look at it and say, what am I working for? Am I working for my family or am I working for comfortable, you know, security, comfortability, you know, what am I working for? Me, I'll tell you guys right in the air conditioner and food, you hear me? I need some air conditioning in my life and I need food in my life. I love it. In games, in my children. But that, I don't use... My children, because that's a cop out. I feel like that's a cop out. So I'm not going to say my children. Oh, my God, I'm working for my children and my family. No, I'm being honest with you. Them kids going to leave. And if they leave and I ain't got no AC, psh, I'm getting my ass up and I'm going back to work. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to be in somebody's AC. That's that's just hands down. I'm going to be in somebody's AC and I'm going to eat some good food, whether it be vending machine food. But I'm going to have me some food. So I'm going to make sure that's what I'm working for. Air conditioner and some good ass food. But I digress. Society wraps it up in a nice package. They do. They wrap it up in a nice package. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Hey, I can go to I can go to college. I can meet some new friends. I can go traveling in my twenties. I can start my job. I can in my late twenties, I can start me a family. Like in my thirties, I can move up through the ranks of the company. I can be in upper class upper management by the time I'm forty. And then in my 50s, I'll be somewhere like a CEO. And then I have a couple years and then I get to retire. And then life is good. Society wrapped that up real nice. 
Society wraps that up nice. It's beautiful. They put a bow on that bad boy. It sounds good. It looks good. And we call that the American dream here in the United States of America. We call that the American dream. It's wrapped up pretty nice, but there are little bumps and little things. They tell you about the, they make it look nice. They got the, they, they, they paid the six ninety nine for the wrapping paper. They paid the six ninety nine for the wrapping paper. It's that they laid it on thick. You get what I'm saying? They laid it on thick. But if it was so great, why do so many of us struggle? Why do so many of us have these challenges where we in these hurdles that we're going through? No, you can't tell me that, oh, hey, if you get off your ass and you go to work and you do X, Y, Z, you'll have everything that you want. That is not true. If you get off your ass and go work, you will you'll you will accomplish some things in life, but you won't have everything that you want in life. That's a that, that's a facade. There are people who worked for 40 years for a company and what do they have to show for it when they retire? A watch, a pen, a party. Some of these people get their pensions taken from them then they got to go back and work at Walmart and be a damn door greeter. Some of these people can't even, you know, they, they thought they was going to retire and have a great life cuz they did what they they did what they were supposed to. Got with a company, worked 40 years, did their 401k, thought they had some had some money, did inflation hits. Like it's set up in a pretty bow, but the struggle is real. Regardless, it is real. We buying it. They sold it to us, we bought it. We try to find every kind of way to cut this pie, you know what I'm saying? And we try to make it our own. But everybody can't have everybody. everybody it's not going to work that way for everybody. It's not going to work that way for everybody. Something's going to get you, whether it be your health, <laughs> whether it be your car breaking down, whether it be something happening to your kids, whether your kids acting out, whether you lose your job. Like there are going to be some things that society has poked in there to get you to a certain to a certain point. I can't make this up. I can't unsee this. I'm not looking. I don't have a third eye. This is the way that I see life. This is the way. I don't know when it happened, but when it changed, but I see life differently. And that's, and that's, and that's the God's honest truth. I see life differently. And it's not a bad thing, and it's not bad the way that I see it, but I see it clear. I see it clear, okay? Clear. Society paints us a great picture. I I love it. I'm going to tell you, it looks it, it looks freaking great. Like I said, they bought the good wrapping paper. They bought the thick, shiny wrapping paper that when you tear it off, you're like, oh, this expensive. But that's not really what it is. You know what I mean? You can buy the expensive wrapping paper and put a bunch of trash in it, right? You just you just dressed it up pretty. It's still trash. Struggle's real out there, y'all. But I dare y'all to ask yourself some of these questions. I dare y'all to ask yourself. You know, when I when you say I want my kids to have better than what what I had, are you talking financially? Are you talking, you know, one on one time? Are you talking support? Communication? What are you talking about? I dare you to ask yourself that question. I dare you to ask yourself that question and and act on it. You don't tell nobody. It's you and yourself. Be real with yourself. 
I'll tell you guys, hey, you can lie to me all day, but when you wake up in the morning, tell yourself the truth. Don't lie to yourself. Listen, y'all know I don't keep y'all long at all, and this is that guy, Nerdy G. I appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you once again. This has been Oh That's Random Podcast. I am your host, that guy, Nerdy G. Follow me on Instagram at that guy, Nerdy G. Check out also Nerdy's Umbrella under the IG page. Uh, Catch me on Facebook, Nerdy G. Two E's. Please don't forget to ease. And if you want to see me tweet some weird shit, that is Nerdy underscore G-E-W-A-Y on Twitter. And I'll be there. Until the next show, listen, let's just stop struggling because we, we ain't got to struggle no more. I don't want to stress those stress no more. I don't want to struggle no more. So lift me up. All of the hurt and pain. To deliver me from the brain. See. I don't want to stress so stress no more. I don't want to see. Ooh. Listen, we ain't gonna stress no more. This is the guy, Nerdy G. Nerdy's umbrella. More than just a one podcast show. More than content. We are family. No stressing no more. We out.